Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode six of SEO Tells. My name is Itamar Blau. I'm joined with Craig Campbell. And today we're going to be talking about the one of the most juiciest topics in SEO, which is link building. And before we get started, guys, I want you to comment down below. Do you get links for free or do you pay for your links? I'm just quite interested. Or do you do both? Uh, let's just kind of see what people in the comments are saying, because this topic is very interesting because it is very controversial, which is what we kind of like to see sometimes. Uh, so I suppose this is something that, you know, Craig, you've done a lot of over the years, a lot of link building. It's something that I've kind of delved with and trying different types of ways to build links. Um, but yeah, let's kind of jump into it. And so the first thing that I wanted to ask you, Craig, is what have you seen over the years that have changed in terms of the the, the way that people build links and also like the practices that people are using? So obviously SEO, when I started years ago, um, you know, wasn't really SEO as such. And then, you know, there was very little competition. Um, and, you know, back in the day, so link building's always been a strong part of SEO, um, but how link, links are built and what Google are looking for in terms of links obviously has evolved over that time. Um, so things that, you know, like directory listings or any old link would do, it was basically a numbers game at the start where people would have you know pages in their website saying, let's do a reciprocal link exchange, blah, 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 and need pages full of links and all of that kind of stuff. And it was very simple and easy, really, to, you know, there was tools, tools like Scrapebox, which you would set up and it would just do blog comments and, you know, social bookmarking, anything, anything, spam, what to see. And it was just so good. But obviously there comes a point <coughs> where Google has to decide how they're going to, you know, suggest websites to people for any given search term. Um, and obviously, if that was to continue, you know, the, the kind of spam and everything else, then if that was to continue, Google are not going to be able to establish a good site from a bad site. So they had to then start, you know, that's why now, obviously it's evolved over the years and it's got, you know, not, not stricter and stricter as such, but, you know, has to be, you know, links have to now be relevant. They're now looking for links that come, well, I believe that links with traffic are more beneficial than links with no traffic. Um, so Google are looking at other signals, you know, and obviously one of them is topical relevance. You know, other things like does the website get traffic? Um, and also the positions of the links as well, because it used to be very common where people and web designers in, in particular used to always have at the footer, the footer link at the bottom, web design by such and such. Um, and it would just be a greasy, you know, keyword that would be in your like web design London or some something like that. Uh, and and you know, and then after that, people started selling sidebar links. So it's my belief that sidebar links and footer links have massively massively been devalued over the years. Um, and even to this day, they don't pass the same power as they once did. And I think that's where getting a good contextual link in the main body of an article. Um, is what's going to um, pass power. And obviously, we now look at metrics such as DR, DA, you know, dependent trust flow, citation flow, whatever, you know, tools you're using. And uh, it's evolved. And obviously, I think the, the quality of work ha has had to rise um, as a result. And that, that makes perfect sense. So why would it be a free-for-all? You know, I think you have to work hard. So I think that, you know, people always say, 
SEO's changed a lot, and and I don't really think it ever has as such. It's evolved, but you know, the core concepts are still the same. Um, you know, and it's just how you go about getting links. But still to this day, people are saying directory links not work anymore. <laughs> and crazy things like that. People are reading books from you know five, ten years ago and trying to implement practices that worked back then, which no longer work now. And I think that's where this whole, you know, people really don't understand what they're doing. We've got to understand how the game's played and the best place to get links now, you know, that's what you need to do. Yeah, I think that's it's it's really interesting to kind of understand, I suppose, from your perspective how things have evolved and i think it's it's quite important then to use the word evolve as opposed to change um because you know people will like google's still gonna know about a website and how good a website might is based on the amount of links that it has from certain different sources whereas back then it's it could have been from any bloody source on the internet right but then it's evolved just to be smarter because you know what? What does Google really want to do at the end of the day? It wants to know which, which when queries are put in, which websites are the best ones to answer that query. Um, so in that sense, and they're always evolving, right? The algorithm changes all the time, um, with like major updates happening, maybe like several times a year. But but on that basis alone, it's it's really important that people don't get kind of lost uh, in the time machine. Uh, per se, kind of looking at things that have been working, like you mentioned, maybe five to seven, eight years ago, uh, which don't really work now. Uh, and so that's quite important to to kind of understand. Um, and that moves on to the next point, because this is something that people always kind of ask is like, should I earn links or should I pay for links? So what what's your opinion on that? I mean, I think, you know, if I'm going to give an honest answer, um, you're going to have to do both, whether you like it or not. Um, it's relatively simple and straightforward. Um, earning links, of course, would be your first port of call. If you've got some great content, great videos, whatever you push out there in terms of content, uh, people will link to it, and you're going to earn links that way. You can also earn links, you know, in a number of different other ways, um, just depending on how you, you pitch it to the right people or whatever. Um, but... In the grand scheme of things, and let's be honest about it, there's no point in beating around the bush. People charge money for links on websites. You know, the world has changed. It's no longer a case of swapping a bit of good content with someone. People know the value of link building, and that's where there's always a fee um, involved. Now, I'm not suggesting that you go with that money to something like Fiverr. And you know, and have a hundred bucks and buy you know ten thousand links or something like that. Do not buy links of that value. But if you're going to approach a webmaster or a website owner or whatever it's going to be, they they know to charge you you know fifty bucks or whatever it's going to be to place an article on their website. They just know. Don't ask me why. They just know, and that's the thing. Anyone who does outreach, even the white hat link builders, will will tell you that most people will ask for something in return now in some cases they may say right um i'll give you i'll let you place your article on my website with some links however you've got that nice headset there tomorrow so why don't you post me that and i'll do it you can exchange other things it doesn't have to be cash and um, it could be you know you might have a whole bunch of other websites which you can use to trade off for links um 
But regardless, you're still paying. And, and most people don't have anything to trade off. So you simply have to motivate the person who is Itamar in this hypothetical example. Why would he like to me for no reason? Why is he going to spend 10 minutes of his time copying and pasting my article and putting the links in? He's not, he's not, he wants something for it. And whether that's 50 bucks or 100 bucks, you know, it, it really is up to him and the metrics of his website and how desperate I am. So I think, <laughs> I don't think there's anyone out there, hand on heart, that can say that they don't buy links in some guys or another. Now, whether you're an agency and you white label your SEO and the SEO's told you that everything is super white, super white hat outreach, an element of your budget's paid on placements. I'm sorry, man, but that's the truth. Um, so you are buying links whether you claim to be or not. And uh, I think, you know, that's just the way the game's going. And I think people, and it's because people are becoming wiser, they know there's value there. So they're just not going to give you it for free. And that's why that money has to change hands. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, why beat around the bush? Just offer the money from the get-go. Just say, listen, interested in the guest post. How much does it cost? Um, simple and straightforward. I don't want to email back and forth, email back and forth, negotiating. Just how much is it? Just tell me. Um, and as I say, you have people, people will comment below and probably say, nah, 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 I do white hat stuff and all that, fair play to you, but you clearly don't rank. Unless you're buying, you ain't ranking. Not for anything competitive anyway. Um, there will be people who say you don't need links to rank at all. Um, they'll rank a whole bunch of long tail stuff. But in the real world, in real competitive markets, you have to play the game, and that game is buying links, sadly. That's I suppose the other part of that as well is is people who say that they will not pay for links, but then they pay for tools which indirectly help them find prospects so that yeah. they can get links. So are they not really indirectly paying for links anyway by paying for tools? Yeah. You know what I mean, so it's I like mean, well, why why are we all paying for HRFs and, and you know send rush and all that stuff to to do backlink analysis? Why are we doing that if we're not if we're not you know I mean, building one link is against Google's terms of service. Whether you pay for it or not, building one link is against the terms of service. But Google have released on numerous occasions that link building is a really important ranking factor. So that's contradictory in itself. Um, and you know, white hat people are using every tool under the sun to analyze everything. And then they'll go out and buy tools to like Pitchbox or you know, Ninja Outreach or, or Mailshake or whatever they use for their outbound or their outreach campaign. And uh, and they'll claim that they're doing everything white hat. Um, so, yeah, it's just these terms that people throw about. Obviously, I think a lot of it comes down to what you can tell a customer. You need to pretend to the customer that you're doing a bit more than you are um, rather than just going up to a guy and saying they're 50 bucks for a link. And rather than say to the customer, you know, out of your fifteen hundred pound budget, I'm going to keep seven fifty for my time, and I'm going to spend seven fifty buying some shit. And that's that's what's happening anyway. Um, but yeah, to justify the full fifteen hundred pound, they've got to make sure that things like outreach and tools and processes and all that stuff. Yeah, I suppose for people who strictly will say, and people who are quite adamant by saying that they're not going to pay for links, 
like the there are ways to get links naturally right but your content just has to be good enough and if it isn't people won't link to it like that's just plain and simple like there's no point trying to kind of give different scenarios generally speaking good content is rewarded by people who so say for example if you do want to earn links naturally you need to create content that no one's really written about you need to have angles that nobody's gone into you need to do your own research and do it thoroughly um, and do it properly and actually get some really interesting pieces of data um, and then kind of make sense of it and then you know put that on your blog or whatever and share it about if people genuinely like it they will link to it uh, because especially with a lot of I see this with a lot of agencies as well who like to post a lot of statistics about things that's going on. If you can be that person to do that piece of research, get that data, kind of say to them, hey, we did this piece of research. It'll be, you know, feel free to use it uh, to, to back up their points, because that's what a lot of po posts by some people do is like they'll have an angle on a particular topic and then they'll try and back it up with research that other people have done and that's always a great way to to kind of get links without really having to do too much um so you know don't be i i guess the takeaway is like don't feel like you have to spend a lot of money um but if you don't want to put in the effort to make that amazing piece of content that people want to link to then generally speaking you will just need to pay because there, there has to be some kind of reciprocal action it's 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 like a transaction right link building for somebody to put a link on the site it is usually a transaction if if you don't pay for it it means that the side of the transaction from uh, the other person so not the person who's putting the link on but the other person is that you know you've offered them great value in terms of great content and great ideas and great insights um so there's always some kind of transaction going on when it comes to links um so whether you pay for it or don't like you need to understand there is something that you need to give away for somebody uh to give you a link which is i think what you were basically uh, saying before craig um listen and, yeah you could you could you could argue all day about this now see if you want the oil in your car changed you have to pay a guy and you know he's charging you a hell of a lot more than he paid for the oil to put the oil in your car and that's all there is to it it's just a done for you service I've no idea why people have a big hang up on paying someone to get some links. Do you know what I mean? Like you go out and you buy a loaf of bread, you pay for your oil to be changed, you know, and even what you're saying there, Itamar, in terms of, you know, creating good content and, and you know, someone will pick it up. Now, if you're not good about that, there is an alternative. Pay a PR company and they'll do it, but you're paying them. They will, you know, it's a paid service all along, so you're paying for links. Either way, you're paying for everything in life. Everything has a figure attached to it. And whether you're going for a haircut, the guy's scissors probably cost him 200 bucks and he's cut you know, 500 people's haircuts. So why is he charging you 10 quid for a haircut? It's business. It's just the way business goes and you have to do what works. And uh, as I say, I have no idea why he's a big hang up on buying and earning. I mean, of course, as I say, if you get the opportunity to earn as many free links as you can using whatever the hell you can fill your boots with it but you know there's only a limit to what you'll be able to exhaust from that and then in comes the paid stuff yeah absolutely i mean it is business right business is business it always has been it always will um but let's move on to the next topic which is about so let's say you are gonna get a link one way or another which pages generally speaking would you advise 
for people to build links to? Um, and how should they amplify the value of the links that they're getting? So, you know, I think, you know, gone are the days where people just link, or, or you know, people shouldn't be just linking to the homepage. You're going to have services pages, you know, guides, everything else on your website that you want to rank well. And, uh, you know, of course, when you get a link, if you get an amazing link on some education website, for example, um, whether I talk my way into that or, or buy it or whatever, I've got an opportunity on a education newspaper, for example, the best place for me to put that would be something educational on my website, which would be something like SEO training or, you know, one of the other courses specifically. Um, so, again, you know, pointing your links to internal pages and powering up your website is certainly a process that I do. Um, but in terms of how to amplify that link value, again, you know, you could buy or get or acquire a link on something that has a DR of 30. Now, I'm going to use DR because it's just what most link builders will use as a metric and um, to see how powerful a link is. Now, that DR 30, I may have paid for a guest post. Let's just say I paid £100 and I've got a guest post on this website. It's a DR 30 and I'm sitting going, what can I do to amplify the value of that link? You can build PBNs to it. You can spam the crap out of that particular... Um, guest post to make sure that it goes from a DR30 to, to a DR40 or a DR45 or whatever. So you can amplify the power of that link um, very easily by using tactics like that. And you're not going to risk your website. What you're doing is obviously potentially risking the guest post site. Um, and that's a strategy when you hear people talking about tiered link building. Um, that's a strategy that many people use. And it doesn't have to be PBNs or whatever. It could be Web 2.0s. It could be anything. You know, there's loads of tools out there, automated tools, that if someone buys a guest post, they will amplify the power of that guest post by every month blasting 100 automated Web 2.0s at it. Um, or they may, you know, use some PBNs or an expired domain name or, you know, any of these kind of tactics that are out there. Um, and that tactic is entirely down to you. You've just got to try and test and see which works best for you. But again, that's what people are doing to amplify the power of links as well. Um, again, some people say, sounds a bit dodgy to me, but again, you've got to do what works. And, and you know, these are not terms that I'm just rattling off here. Um, and making up, you know, everyone knows that there's tiered link building out there. Everyone knows people are doing 301 redirects. Everyone knows people are buying expired domain names, but they never want to admit it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's quite interesting. I suppose doing what works at the end of the day is what's going to help, you know, thread the needle. Like you've got to do things that are working, that have proven to work. And whether it's proven from your own experience or, you know, well, generally speaking, you should just try it out, right? Like if you try it out and see it works, then that's, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't feel like people should be discouraged by talking about, oh, well, I don't think this is, is the right thing to do or this and that. But if it works for you, just do it. You know, there's no need to kind of harm yourself by, by trying to do something that maybe sounds right, but isn't as effective, if you know what I mean. I think um, everything in moderation, do you know what I mean? Um, it's got to be good. Like, 
drinking vodka is bad for you, right? Um, you know, if you're going to sit and, and drink three or four bottles a day, you know, you're going to have no liver left. But, you know, having a couple of vodkas with your uh, dinner at the weekend is certainly not going to have the same negative impact on your liver. So everything in moderation. Mm-hmm. The wise words, I suppose, for life, right? I mean, not, <laughs> not just link building. Uh, but let's move on to the next point about relationship building. So I'm interested to hear from you, Craig, about, you know, uh, have there been times where you've built up really strong relationships with people and that has actually led you to getting quite a lot of links, um, quite a lot of good links quite effectively? Of course, listen, building up relationships with other digital marketing people, um, who've got access to tons of websites, um, you know, it, it's the way forward, you know, and I'm not going to sit there and say that, that you know, I've never went to any of my friends and or none of my friends have came to me um, that I built relationships with and sat and had beers with um, and helped, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not going to say that I've never had links from those guys. I've, I've had a lot of links from those guys. And obviously, You've got to, you've got to, when you're doing links, you know, use your relationships, use your contacts, and um, first and foremost, it's the first thing I'll do, who's got, you know, I'll put it out in WhatsApp or whatever, who's got access to this, this, or this, or this type of link, and um, someone will say, oh, you know, Itamar's got a whole bunch of, uh, you know, legal websites or whatever niche you may choose to work in in the future, Um you know, you might have a whole bunch of legal stuff. So you, it would be you that's getting chapped up saying, Itamar, I know you work in this legal niche. You know, I need, I, I'm looking for 10 links. You know, can we sort something out? Um, and either you will have done a whole bunch of outreach and you've got a whole bunch of guest posts that you could maybe point me in the direction of, um, or you might just have a whole bunch of assets there that you might say, hey, buy me a couple of beers and I'll slap some links on for you job done um, and we all do it you know this the thing with the <coughs> SEO community in general um, is it's it's quite a close people are all quite friendly and stuff like that and help each other out and you know go for beers and jolly ups and all that stuff so it's it's one of those things that, that just happens and uh, but you have to be in that circle to, to be able to take advantage of it you can't and that's the great thing by going to events or, or going in Zoom calls, you're building relationships with you know all sorts of people in all parts of the world and um, being able to tap into their assets from a link building perspective is second to none because you know, <coughs> even you know, if you if you had to go to someone like Alida Solis who's based in Spain, she'd be able to tell you who's the best Spanish link builder where to go to for this, that, and the next thing, um, rather than you spending tens of thousands of pounds being robbed and passed about, through, you know, from through every Tom, Dick, and Harry before you actually get to a good link builder, you can shave years of years of time and money by just building those relationships with the right people. Yeah, I mean, took the words out of my mouth. Like, there's nothing really for me to add there. But relationship building is something that you know, I find is very, very valuable for myself, uh, building a professional network that can also be, you know, a network of people that you you do become actually good friends with that you can go for beers and whatnot. But those relationships can be very, very helpful for you to kind of just find, like you mentioned, get the right assets, find the right people to do the right job so that you don't waste your time and that you don't waste your money. Um, so relationship building is very, very important, especially when it comes to 
finding people who can who can get links um, to wherever you need them to be. Um, but let's move on to to quite more interesting types of link building and the more kind of outside the box um, tactics. So, for example, uh, if, like say, for example, if you're volunteering for for charities, if you're using stuff like Linkbait, um, or even even the the crazy stories that you've told me, Craig, about uh, how people have built links for ridiculous terms. Um, so let's let's kind of chat through some of these these kind of methods. So obviously, uh, when it comes to like building, it can be boring as hell. You know, a, a, a tedious job just doing outreach, and it's a hard slog. You get you know one reply in a hundred if you do you know outreach and all that kind of stuff. So sometimes you do have to think outside the box, whether that's cheating a little bit, painting someone's naivety, lying to them, or maybe making them think something, you know, is something it's not, or, or whatever it may be, are all tactics that people use. Now, guys do outreach using, you know, pretty females' uh, personas and, you know, a whole, a whole load of minor Mickey Mouse Kind of tactics to do things. Now they're just you thinking outside the box uh, and and doing things like that. But you know things like volunteering for local charities or you know <coughs> putting out um, some crazy newsworthy story where you're maybe going to get a newspaper link um, or some of the other stuff that I've said in the past where you know you might use a kind of scare tactic um, when someone's said. The, the image, the copyright is unknown. You might say that it's your image, um, and you, you know, you might send them a little threat or whatever. Um, and you know, there's a whole bunch of different stories out there that you can tell, um, and it really comes down to the person's moral compass. Um, but what I would say to anyone, of course, don't sit there and lie or, or do something that's going to get you jail time. But sometimes nothing really wrong with bending the truth, um, you know, a little bit just to to get what you need, you know, in, t in terms of being able to make a living. You know, I, I wouldn't sit there and say break <coughs> break the law um, and do anything that's going to get you into serious bother. But I think you do have to think outside the box if you want to gain that competitive edge. Because again, um, people are becoming wiser. More and more people are doing SEO. More and more people are doing the exact same stuff, buying the exact same guest posts, using the exact same tiered link building structure. And you're going to have to up your game one way or another and do something that people are not. And if you cannot get those newspaper links by hook or by crook, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're going to be sat there fighting it out with everyone else. And I'm sure, you know, with anyone out there we want to be the winner and uh, you know we all have a winning mentality where we want to be the top dog in our niche and if you need to bend a few rules to make sure that <coughs> you win that niche then I, I don't see there being anything wrong with that as i see i'm not here to condone the you know illegal stuff but i, I don't mean lying to people um and bending the rules a little bit and uh, some people see that as black hat uh, immoral unethical whatever but it's fun um and as i say i've got to do what works i'm here got a family to feed um and if i need to train someone naive and vulnerable you know that doesn't understand the seo industry as much as i do and i maybe need to scare them a little bit or uh, you know use a scare tactic or 
a lie or, or pretend I'm a woman or whatever, then, you know, it is what it is. I, I'm quite happy to go to those lengths to <coughs> make sure that I get something that other people don't have. And I think, you know, it's, it's again, I, I, I don't want to use a, an SEO example, but in life, you know, sport, for example, um, football or whatever, you know, if Cristiano Ronaldo's running down the wing, does another manager say, just, you know, smash him, kick him into the stand, you know, give him one, stick one right in his chin, you know, from the get-go to kind of derail or maybe scare Ronaldo from running at you or whatever, you know, these are all things that go on in all other walks of life. Um, and again, there's this big hang-up of, you're a bad man if you do it in the SEO world. These things happen all over the world and all different niches and sport and all that kind of stuff and you know, even boxing and stuff you know you're telling me another boxer's never you know <coughs> used potentially immoral like punching below the belt just to give give the other guy one you take you take the, the point knockoff from it but he's going to stick one right on him just to knock the wind out he seems and maybe get that psychological edge or, or, or whatever it's going to be so i think you know for for you know hundreds of years and people have been using, you know, tactics like that, whether it's scaring Ronaldo by, you know, getting some bruiser to stick one right in his chin um, without the referee looking at the start of a game to try and put him off his stride um, or whatever, because at the end of the day, you have to try and stop these people from beating you. Um, and it's just in my nature to make sure that I do whatever it takes to win. And, and as I say, um, without killing anyone, um, you know, that that's the name of the game. And as I say, it happens in every other industry across the world. Um, you know, even going to the cash and carry, you know, people are telling lies about prices and stock levels and everything to, you know, to make you buy more or whatever. They'll say, well, uh, you know, we might never get these in ever, 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 ever again. You know, got a special deal here and, you know, they're selling you the whole factory full of stuff. And before you know it, the guys get, you know, tens of thousands of supplies of that stuff and it really wasn't the last and it's, you know, <laughs> the, the last ever you know version of that particular bit of stock or whatever. So sales tactics are are no different from SEO tactics. It's just the way it goes, and that's the way I see it anyway. What about yourself? Do you would yeah, yeah. you use them? I mean, I think generally speaking, like having a winner's mentality is is really important. I think if you do want to get results, so that means doing what what works. Obviously, not being a terrible person, because um, like I don't want to be a terrible person, but I still want to succeed and I still want to kind of utilize what is best working for me. Um, but like personally, like I've had ex like really good experiences with um, kind of like earning links, whether you know if I'm writing good pieces of content for someone else to get a link or appearing on podcasts and things like that. It's just kind of ways that I managed to to do that and actually get some really good results um even without really spending uh any money to be to be quite honest um so obviously there's plenty of things that work and i suppose just experiment try things out see what works for you and just keep at it you know you've got to try and maintain that mentality that saying that well you know i want to beat every single other person and i want to get to this ranking and you know these tactics work for me and i'm going to keep on uh, using them because you know if it, if it ain't broke don't fix it right so use what works for you obviously try different things out because you might be surprised and thinking originally well oh no i didn't think that that would be a good idea and then you do it and you get really good results and like man should have done that two 
three years ago. Um, <laughs> but, you know, sometimes it's just like that. But obviously, make the most of what you know. And and that's that's pretty much it. I mean, this, this episode is probably the longest one so far. Uh, but, I mean, there were some really, really interesting insights uh, that we've shared there about link building. So if you did like this episode, make sure to leave a like rating and subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next week on the next episode of SEO Tells. Cheers, man.